0: Hello and welcome to Inside Modular, the podcast of commercial modular construction, brought to you by the Modular Building Institute. With a compact footprint, variety of unit options, and seamless system management, city multi-variable refrigerant flow zoning systems from Mitsubishi Electric Train HVAC US are a one-stop solution for modular projects. With efficient operation and the ability to connect to commercial ventilation equipment, Third party systems and comprehensive control solutions, City Multi VRF can help you meet energy and performance goals on your next project. From off site development to on site assembly, you can trust our manufacturer level support to guide you from system selection to design to startup, no matter the application. To learn more about our offerings, visit MitsubishiPro.com. Welcome, everyone. My name is John McMullen, and I'm the marketing director here at MBI. Today, I'm talking with Mehmet Ujusoy, Business Development Manager at Dorche. Mehmet is here to talk about the challenges and opportunities of the commercial modular market in Europe and the Middle East. Mehmet, thanks so much for your time today.
1: Uh, thank you very much, John. Thank you very much for your time and arranging of this uh, process for us.
0: Uh, so for those who aren't familiar, tell me more about Dorche itself. Where are you based and, and how did the company get started?
1: Uh, Well, uh, we're a company for more than 40 years old, and I will try to explain very briefly what is the stage at the moment for Dorce. I mean, our company, uh, Dorce, is one of the first established and the leading companies based in Turkey on prefabricated modular steel structure manufacturing, exporting, and also including the contracting services. So at the moment, we are able to provide full turnkey services for prefabricated modular structures for more than 60 countries including the production, logistics, um, assembly, infrastructure and superstructure works, testing and commissioning. So uh, including uh, also we're able to provide all the international quality standards. Uh, we build prefabricated modelers, steel and conventional structures uh, with the support of our engineering and contracting capabilities.
0: So you mentioned that, that Dorchi has been around for, for 40 years. That's very impressive. How has your company evolved in that time? Uh,
1: Well, I think the legacy first of Turkey started the track back to 1980s. I mean, in 1982, the company started uh, with a small workshop operation based in the capital of Turkey in Ankara, uh, with the production of minor steel construction works, steel furnitures, and uh, the company quickly evolved to become a key supplier of prefabricated steel structures uh, as the Turkey's biggest construction uh, and manufacturing company on the light-gate steel structures uh, in the first 15 years. And uh, with that, uh, we have two different uh, capabilities in the, the locomotive sectors. The first one is, the as the industrial manufacturer company, and the second one is the contracting identity. So with the cap- uh, combination of these two capabilities, uh, after the approximately after the 2000s, we became uh, also one of the biggest contractors uh, in the world, especially for the engineering procurement construction projects. Uh, and uh, after 2000s, uh, our company manufacturing facility has reached a production facility, uh, which has approximately 100,000 square meter total area. Uh, with 60,000 square meter closed uh, workshop area
0: Well, that's a it's an amazing bit of growth. Very impressive uh, I, I And I've read that, that Dorche's manufacturing production Capacity is, is one of the largest in Europe. Can you tell me more about your capacity
1: and, and the capabilities that you have now? Uh, sure, so uh, with the coming years, uh, Dorche involved a lot in the oil and gas mining, power plant and uh, petrochemical industries, uh, especially in CIS region and Middle East. Then we've reached out uh, per month capacity uh, as the biggest manufacturer of Europe on light gate steel structures, approximately 160,000 square meter penalized prefabricated buildings, or. Uh, 4,000 units of containers manufacturing capacity per month, or 2,000 tons of pre engineered heavy steel structure capacity. So, which is the right now uh, the calculated basis, the largest capacity of Europe uh, as a company based in Turkey. Well,
0: that's uh, that's, that's a, a huge amount of production. Um, how, what challenges have you guys faced as such a large company?
1: Uh, Well, almost all of the projects of Deutsche are uh, special, we can easily say that. I mean, uh, I mentioned about uh, 4,000 container manufacturing capacity per month. So our projects are always very urgently and uh, you have to complete your projects on time and the highest quality and with the best reasonable prices. So that gives the success the DORCHE, but also gives the some challenges because uh, we are working in, in defense industry. Uh, we completed uh, approximately 100,000 people uh, capacity military camps in Afghanistan, in Iraq, also uh, aircraft and helicopter hangars in Djibouti and Somalia, in different parts of Africa. So all these projects have specific designs. And you have to comply with all the local regulations, all the quality standards. And especially for the oil and gas companies, uh, we work with uh, ExxonMobil, ENI, Shell, Petronas. I mean, from uh, Malaysia to Middle East uh, to South America, we complete our projects everywhere. So uh, we're able to work from minus 50 degree to plus 50 degree areas, which means that you have to comply with all the quality regulations in the limited time in different geographies and also you have to train the local workforce so uh, with a specific design team and R&D team you have to overcome all these challenges in different countries and uh, apart from that there's another aspect uh, you have to this is an organization job not only manufacturing or not only uh, construction it's also a combination of engineering capabilities uh, because we complete different projects in different fields so these are the main challenges that we face, but uh, we always overcome these obstacles and also we go to success with these uh, lines uh, together with our, with the support of engineering capabilities.
0: Well, again, it's just very impressive. Um, and I, I guess I was not surprised to read that engineering news record, ENR, uh, has listed your company as one of the top 250 contractors globally, which is, which is very impressive, congratulations. Um, what can you tell me about your contracting capabilities?
1: Well, thank you very much, John. I mean, uh, we're listed uh, one of the top 250 contractors for the past uh, for a, uh, for the past decade. I mean, uh, Dorcha, as mentioned, is the leading manufacturer of Europe uh, on this um, is light-gate steel structure manufacturing, but apart from that, we're also listed in the as a contractor in the top 250. The main background of this uh, issue, the, this uh, ratings is that uh, we are also a pure contracting company. I mean, we have uh, right now, actually, I can give you an example for that. I, uh, we have two ongoing projects uh, in Iraq. There, are, Those are pure concrete projects. Uh, the one is 400 uh, plus 46 VIP bed capacity, 15-story uh, uh, concrete, I mean, general conventional method construction applied uh, university Training Hospital, so which is the largest building of Basra, uh, Basra region of Iraq, and which has a helicopter pit on top of it. And apart from that, we have another ongoing project which is almost uh, finished right now, uh, 1,400 uh, housing project uh, in Basra region of Iraq. And uh, apart from that, uh, these projects are fully completed, full turnkey with the Dorchester manpower. Dorches equipment uh, with the local registered companies, and uh, we complete many uh, conventional system embassy buildings in different parts of the world. Uh, but uh, these are the pure contracting capabilities. Apart from that, our contracting ratings uh, generally the revenues come from major oil and gas projects. So, which means that. Uh, We have an ongoing project in Mozambique right now for 10,000 people labor accommodation facility or we finished 100,000 people uh, capacity refugee camp facilities in Middle East and Turkey also. So in order to complete this project on turnkey projects on turnkey basis, uh, the manufacturing is not only enough. You need to finish all the city's infrastructure. So these are the main contracting capabilities where the contracting ratings come from for Dorce
0: wow you guys are busy um, so I'm gonna you guys are all over the world doing all these different projects I want to turn uh, our attention to to modular construction here for a second uh, in general what can you tell me about the market for commercial modular construction in the Middle East and Africa is it an emerging market is modular widely used there what can you tell me
1: Well, it's totally depend on the sectors uh, and the country also. So, uh, some of the countries in Middle East and CIS region are in development stage, and uh, they have to finish not only Middle East, also Africa. I'm talking. They have to finish the projects very quickly. So, uh, as you know that, uh, also uh, the main reason is the completion. For example, in Gabon, we have finished 600 housing projects within six months period. Because the government wants to succeed something very quickly, and they want to give the housing units and the modular housing structures to people immediately. So it took, uh, let's say, six months period to complete 600 housing units. Or in Uman in Middle East, uh, there was an industrial area. Uh, the people know in Middle East actually, which is called Dukum Zone, and uh, they have to finish a hotel project uh, within a 150 days. Wow. So Dorche was the solution provider for that for a three-star hotel project, full turnkey with a modular construction prefabricated system. So we manufactured the units ready and transported to the site location immediately, and the project finished in 160 days. So it's totally time and the money. These are the two most important aspects, and. Uh, uh, coming to your question, the Middle East and Africa, these are the emerging markets. Uh, and the modular, uh, I think the, the modular systems already started to use uh, for the past 10 years, the, and the number of, uh, especially for the housing units, for oil and gas for the mining, the number of the projects increasing day by day. And uh, as you know that in Saudi Arabia, there is a huge uh, project called the Neom City uh, project. So they are going to use the prefabricated modular systems. And also, uh, let's say for the mining and for oil and gas, especially in Qatar, in United Arab Emirates, uh, you have to finish the projects immediately on time. And those have to have the regulations much better than the general conventional systems. For example, uh, in United Arab Emirates, we have finished a 26,000 people capacity a labor res- a residential city project uh, for the superstructure within a one-year time period. So the time was very important because the area was uh, rented for the investors for 30 years. And uh, they gave a timeline for the completion of the project for one year. So in conventional system, you can finish the project within a three and a half years. But uh, when you finish with the modular construction system, which means that you finish the construction one year and you gain three three and a half years and you rent the laborers three, three and a half years and you make much more money. Oh, yeah. uh, so depending, yeah, I mean, it's not only for the commercial. It's not only for the housing. It's not only for the defense sector. A lot of projects are coming up in Middle East, in Africa. And these are the development. Some parts of the countries are developing. Some parts, like UAE, Qatar, they already uh, go to go up to some point. So, all the modular containers, temporary emergency facilities for refugees, immigrants for Syria, I mean, etc. The modular construction is everywhere mm-hmm. in these uh, parts of the, in this part, and it's very important and developing uh, very quickly. So,
0: so you touched on a lot of the benefits of modular construction. All over the world, really. Um, How would you say in your experience, uh, how does the market for modular construction in the Middle East and Africa compare to the North American market?
1: Uh, modular construction is, uh, has been very actively used in uh, North Africa, in Canada, in the United States, and um, let's say, I mean, especially in California, uh, when we look at for the earthquake areas, the mm-hmm. steel structure and the modular systems uh, took part a lot. But uh, also, right now, uh, in Turkey, uh, let's say, since our company is based in Turkey, I want to give an example for one of our ongoing projects. Uh, After the earthquake, the city called uh, Malatya and Elazi, uh, we have been uh, almost come to a point uh, with the completion of 1,500 units of housing projects as the government program, uh, with the prefabricated modular systems. Uh, These are the villages in the top of the mountains, in the middle of the city, everywhere very quickly finished projects uh, and also the comparing to the north american market in the middle east and africa fire resistance and earthquake uh, these are very important uh, so which means that uh, especially for the commercial modular systems for the housing units and the shopping malls uh, the number is increasing Very, very high numbers we came up to with the modular system. And, uh, of course, uh, I think there are uh, 500, uh, 500, 6,000 units detached houses in California. Uh, Of course, it's not very popular like that. uh, But uh, it's very important, especially for the big cities like Doha and Istanbul, uh, because the modular system and prefabricated system uh, is much more shorter construction time. Safety and security is much more higher. Climate conditions are much more better. I mean, uh, and also it's very eco-friendly. And the traffic, uh, when it comes to very high population cities, traffic is a very important issue for the construction. Mm -hmm. So you finish the project immediately. So these are uh, very important points. And uh, comparing to the North America, uh, the numbers are increasing, uh, especially for the past 10 years. So what market...
0: Uh, trends have you noticed over the past few years where and where do you see the global industry headed
1: uh, I think it's not a, a, this is a very uh, good question I guess because uh, right now uh, this modular building systems are changing uh, with the support of the technology and uh, we have a motto for Deutsche uh, what we say The Dorce is the Turkey's world brand, global brand uh, in modular buildings where the construction evolves with the technology. So we industrialize the general conventional system. So this is where we're going to be happy enough for the global industry is that, uh, let's say, fire resistance is a must for the oil and gas and mining industry at the moment uh, for up to three hours. So this is the only way that you can go with the steel. And uh, lower carbon footprint and uh, also the steel is the ultimate green material especially for the recycling you can use whenever you want and uh, up to two or three different recycling methods you can use this uh, model for 100 years those are uh, very safe the also the production is under control, it's very important for funding companies. Let's say if you're a funding company, you need to check all the details so you can check on the manufacturing facility and uh, complete the project without any obstacle. And the modular is more used for the portable and demountable and re- rebuildable structures, so which means that you can move the structures one point to another and uh, also The modular system is very important for the emergency response after the disasters. So I think the world is uh, going to go, I think, uh, in the following 10 years, almost in every country, the modular construction, I mean the MMC, modular methods of construction going to be applied. And the companies in the United States or companies in Turkey or in the Middle East, uh, they are going to be uh, growing up a lot uh, with the support of this technology.
0: I think I think you're absolutely right. Um, and speaking of, of of some of the other countries uh, where you operate, I was wondering if you could give me some current projects in Africa or the Middle East or the CIS countries uh, where you operate. Can you give me an example specifically of one of the R and D related uh, design solutions that you've put in place?
1: Sure, um, R and D is applied in every in our uh, any project that the Deutsche executes because we have a very developed team we have 75 to 5 architects at the moment engineers and technicians and drafters and uh, we work as a team uh, for each project speci- specifically for tailor made uh, what i'm saying is that we have an ongoing project as mentioned in Mozambique right now for the Mozambique LNG and we design the project step by step and the manufacturing totally accordingly with the manufacturing uh, items and uh, without any problem project uh, execution process is going on uh, but i have another example right now we just finished the project in qatar uh, i think which might be the largest capacity for the covid quarantine Hospitals uh, we have finished the uh, we finished a project in Qatar uh, for 4,000 people current in a hospital wow. uh, and uh, Coming up to an R&D related. these are the I think uh, Also, we have all ongoing housing projects at the moment in Africa in CIS region uh, but for the R&D related to design solutions uh, I can come up with a very interesting uh, example uh, because we have a 40 years uh, know-how with the the use of the new generation materials and construction technologies for the sustainable innovation Uh, as an example uh, we just finished for the NATO uh, a helicopter portable containers uh, which is the abbreviation of H uh, which the the abbreviation is the HPC this is uh, for the modular structures uh, you have a container. You can imagine a container which combines the three packages. Three packages, and each package is approximately 300 kilograms. So you put these three packages on the top of the pickups or the helicopters, and you put them on the top of the operation field, the mountain, or anywhere, and which has an arrangeable uh, legs, uh, and two soldiers can make the installation without using any hand tool. So the, at the end, when you finish the model. Uh, without using any hand tool by their hands, uh, you can have an accommodation module for eight soldiers. You can have the WC units, or you can have shower units, or clinics, and etc. So when we start this for the defense sector, after we noticed that uh, we received the requirements actually from the different sectors, for, from NGOs, from United Nations, they really like the uh, installation without using any hand tool, and uh, it's a very light structures. So United Nations already requested from us, uh, for Bangladesh, for different parts of the world, uh, these modular units. And uh, these are also requested from drilling companies uh, for oil and gas and for mining. So the, when you uh, use the R&D, it was first started to carry out with the Sikorsky helicopters to the operation fields. Now we uh, developed these units to different parts for different sectors, and we're sending thousands of them to different parts of the world.
0: I love that. I love that idea. I'd love to see some pictures. Uh, If you can share any or a case study or or anything like that, that would be
1: really cool to share. I think lots
0: of people would be interested in that kind of a project.
1: Sure, I I will send you, yes. Thank you. Thank you. What
0: what has made uh, Dorche so successful as a global business over these 40 years? And I guess more specifically, what advice would you give to companies that are trying to become more globalized?
1: Um, well, as mentioned, we started 40 years ago, and uh, manufacturing, we uh, pushed ourselves to be very successful in the manufacturing. I mean, our factory is a very huge factory. I mean, I'm, uh, anyone once would like to see it, our factory, they can come to Turkey and see the factory, no problem. But uh, it's in the center of the industrial hub. So when we request any metal, we don't need to storage them in the factory. So we can just buy or we can just uh, manage the supply chain from the neighboring factories so it's very important to be central centralized in the industrial hub Mm -hmm. so it's the success from our manufacturing facilities are coming for that and uh, we were lucky to be uh, actually we were very lucky to be actually have the company in turkey because it's uh, very easy to transport the materials from turkey to the ports from uh, mersin and istanbul or uh, Antalya, no problem, to Africa, from CIS to CIS region, or Europe. So we are able to transport them everywhere in the world. I mean, uh, as an example, we finished a project in Australia for the housing units, because the with the Turkey's labor uh, costs and the material costs, and the currency changes, the housing units were very expensive to finish them in Australia. So we finished, the manufactured the units and transported to Australia. or we completed hospital projects in Venezuela. So we manufactured them and it was very cheap to send them company to our prices to the other companies in the area to complete the project in Chile. The hospital projects were very cheap. So the location was uh, another advantage. And uh, experience workforce uh, and the training of the workforce, uh, these are very important. Uh, And the most importantly, for the globalized, globalized companies to become more globalized, you need to, check all the details of the localization and the local regulations of the country that you are going to make export and contract export and contracting activities. So we always go to the uh, country that we are going to export. We complete the full feasibility studies. We spend time over there. We meet with the local and government authorities. We study the regulations. We always work with the professional law companies over there. And also we check with the full details for the cultural dynamics uh, and the cultural feasibility study has to have to be full. Uh, you need to be fully ready for these aspects. And you need to finish strong market research. Uh, you need to know all the details for the customs and the text details. And uh, most importantly, we created very successful joint ventures and partnerships with the local companies. Then you train the local workforce. When you work with the local companies, uh you always finish your project on time uh you always deliver uh, your projects on time and with the successful work completion certificates uh when you're if you're very successful also on the HSC and quality regulations i mean there are many different uh, points to be successful in the global market but these are the main points which comes to come to my mind at the moment so these are very important uh and with the achievement of these points, uh, then you will you can be a very successful company on the global market.
0: Well, thank you, thank you. That was that was great. So Mehmet, tell me about uh, Dorje's plans for North America. Are you guys looking to expand over here? Do you have relationships with companies over here? Uh, tell me, tell me about that.
1: Uh, John, thank you uh, for this question. Uh, Dorje, actually, we are very actively. We have been working with the companies from North uh, America for more than 25, actually for 30 years. Uh, I mean, in Mauritania, we finished a project with the King Ross Gold from Canada, uh, for a gold mining company for 10,000 people, uh, Labour camp. Also, we have been actively taking part for the projects of NATO uh, for 20 years. And uh, we have been working with KBR and US Army uh, for NATO also, again, in different parts. And we finished a lot of projects for floor. Uh, and we finished a lot of projects for uh, U.S. United States government, especially in Algeria. We finished the embassy structures, uh, also for United Nations. We finished a lot of projects in Ghana. We finished projects with Bestel uh, for 600 housing projects, and uh, we are very much familiar with the support of these uh, references, with the support of these refer- ASTM and other United States standards. Therefore, uh, for the past couple years. Uh, united states and the canada and the all entire north africa is an interesting market for deutsche companies. so we're planning to register a company we are very much open to create new partnerships with the companies from united states from canada uh, in different fields especially in the construction we would like to share our know-how and we would like to learn uh, more about the standards from them so we are very much open for the north africa uh, north american market i'm sorry And also, we are interested to meet with the funds from North America to work with them for our projects, interesting projects in the third world countries. Since we are very active in the other countries, we have been receiving hundreds of projects, very specific and very nice projects, especially for the housing units, uh, for the mining, for oil and gas, for the modular construction. So it will be also very interesting for Deutsche to meet with the funding companies and the companies who have financed to... Uh, open to create new opportunities and open to work with the partnerships with Torche. So this will be great for us.
0: Well, that's great to hear. Uh, we were talking before uh, about World of Modular and um, we're, we're planning to be back in Texas next year. So I hope to see you there.
1: Sure. I mean, we already previously participated to the exhibition and uh, we took a a booth over there. And it was an amazing event. Uh, I met with a lot of people over there from the modular construction industry. I mean, I would be very glad to participate to the event once again and come to Texas uh, to see you, to meet with you and also to see other participants.
0: What's next for for Dorche? What, What can you tell me about your upcoming projects?
1: Well, the, our sector, I think, uh, for my personal idea, is the best sector, because uh, right now there's a COVID-19 situation going on, unfortunately, as mm-hmm. it's affecting everybody, all the governments. I mean, uh, so, you know, all the oil and gas, uh, major projects, major EPC projects, all of this stuff. Uh, so we noticed that uh, there is an emerging market at the moment for that, and in, we supply it. 25 uh, different countries, the superstructure of the COVID-19 hospitals. I mean, uh, in- intensive care units, mobile hospitals, clinics. So, but before the COVID, uh, also we were able to, in the conflict areas, we were able to complete military camps because it was a uh, urgent need to finish uh, the military camps uh, to protect the NATO, uh, NATO-related countries. But apart from that, there is migration, so... Uh, so this sector is always booming. This is what I'm trying to explain for the question, because uh, after, I think after this, uh, most probably the economy will get much better. So my, right now we're building a lot of refugee camps, but at the, after this process, we don't need to build military camps or refugee camps or COVID-19 hospitals. The most probably major oil and gas and mining projects going to be starting, and the government's going to be... Uh, revising up their economic budgets uh, with the macroeconomic dynamics, so which means that the governments going to start their housing programs. There are thousands of housing units uh, required right now for Africa, for also uh, United States, for Turkey, for South America, everywhere in the world. Uh, so which I think, which I believe that housing projects, uh, school projects, I mean education projects for prefabricated motor systems are going to be blooming, and we are going to be taking part for. These kind of projects, and we're going to be taking part, I believe, for major LNG and renewable energy uh, camp projects.
0: Well, that's that's uh, just an amazing amount of work. Uh, I, I want to thank you, Mehmet, for your time today. Um, I, I know people here in in North America tend to think of modular construction as you know relocatable buildings at construction sites and housing and that type of thing, but uh you've given some great examples of how modular construction can be used really in in any different uh type of industry so i really appreciate your time today it was great to get your your global perspective
1: i really appreciate it well thank you thank you very much john thank you
0: Uh, my name is john mcmullen and this has been another episode of inside modular the podcast
1: of commercial modular construction until next time